morning, GGR. We're back, baby. Watch out. We are back. <laughs> it's good yeah. to be back. It's good to be back, right? Good to yes. be back. Um, welcome, everybody, to Part Noob Show, episode 10, right here on the Good Game Report Twitch channel. Hope everybody's enjoyed their summer so far. Uh, we've we've had a few different obstacles, you know, kidney stones, vacations, you name it. It's It's been one thing after marriage. another, it seems like. Marriage. <laughs> yep. Yeah. A few things going on, but uh, really, really happy to be back with you guys this morning and uh, hope we can get a kickstart to your weekend uh, to get you off on the right foot as we kind of wrap up our summer months here. Um, of course, you know me. I'm Jay Gotti. The man next to me is the Optimus Magnum. Um, want to say thanks to everybody here watching on Twitch today, as well as those of you that choose to watch on YouTube later in the week or on our podcast, anywhere you download podcasts, we're available. Those go up on Mondays, so you can check them both out um, if you're not able to be here today, because we understand weekends are a busy time as Kidney Stones family and vacations happen, right? Right. Yes, they do. And marriage. We're here. <laughs> and marriage. <laughs> Every Saturday morning, we're here at 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll be back next week. I think we're taking the week off uh, in two weeks um, on the 21st. So, Optimus, catch us up. We haven't been around each other for a while here in Part of the Noobs. Catch us up on what's going on. What's new with you this week? I have, I have, I have had reality just literally set upon me. So, I, no one knows this is, this is only people here know this usually, uh, but I'll let, I'll let everybody know. I got laid off on my job back in January. Uh, budget cuts, things like that. I was a business analyst, and uh, it's time to start looking for a job. I've been taking courses here and there on the side and doing some stuff, but now I've really do uh, basically dove in headfirst and have been trying to get certifications and things like that and do things like that to pad my resume so I can get a really good job out there. Either that or maybe start my own business. We'll see what happens, but that's what's going on, and my roof literally caved in on me <laughs> like two weeks ago. So we, we are getting the roof repaired. We finally got everything finalized. We found the, the right, correct roofer and everything. So we're getting a brand new roof for our house and, uh, and, and then fixing my ceiling, which, cave, which basically fell down. Well, part right of the, the dining room down. table, right? Uh, right? Pretty much right over the dining room table, yes. Yeah. And it sucks. But I, I closed it all off and had to do, you know, had to be, uh, uh, make, you know, quick decisions how to figure out how to close it off. But all done. Everything's going pretty well now. And now I can hopefully get back to maybe making some videos and streaming again because everything has been literally put in the back burner. But, but hopefully that works. Content, content, content comes last when it comes to family, house, and, you know, literally where I dwell. <laughs> so, so, you know, you have, to make, you have to make those kind of decisions. IRL comes first. So got to definitely yes, have to take does, care of always. that. Um. Me, I'm back to full health this week, uh, feeling great after the Rolling Stones rolled through for a second time in about seven, eight months. Man, I'll just, I'll just stand behind it. None of you guys will ever want to experience that. Painful. I, I know. I, have, I've had it. Painful. I I've know. actually had surgery this time to remove. So um, <sighs> we, we play, my doctor got in there and played Space Invaders. He was like, pew, 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 <laughs> and uh, broke them all up for me. And then you get the joy of still passing them. So. Yep. Um, that's where I'll stop with that story because it just gets gross after that. Yep. Um, but other than that, I've been back on my content spree. I'm actually going back the morning. So you're here to hear first via voice. I made the schedule changes 
on my Twitch channel website yesterday. So if you want to watch me, I'll be on, I'll be live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. Not doing the late night stuff anymore. Can uh, can I go back to my roots where I started in the mornings? Um, just just need a change, right? Uh, probably better off for me health wise if I'm not staying up until two, three in the morning every night. You know, um, so making that change starting uh, this week. Uh, did my first morning stream on Friday morning just yesterday. We had a great great turnout. So appreciate that. Also shorts, I'm banging them out, man. I just put out another four this week. So if you haven't been to my YouTube channel, please stop in there, check them out. Uh, They're literally exploding with your help. They can explode every, even bigger. So yep. I do appreciate that. He is the king of Japan. I, yeah. Gotti son. The bada bing. In, the bada bing in Japan is amazing right now. Bada bing in Japan. Yep. Big time. They, they, over there, they're like bada ping. But they, they <laughs> I mean, but the, you know, it's literally, <laughs> he is the bada bing of Japan right now. Uh, apparently so. I'm moving to about 30% of my viewership is from Japan now on my YouTube <laughs> channel. So that's crazy. Uh, that's really, that's really wild. 12, right? I worked out the time difference. It's 12 hours different. So when I post it, yeah. um, when I, when I post them, I post them in the early afternoon. So I figured out it's around 12 o'clock their time, midnight to 1 AM is when my views spike for that. And that's probably them just, they're just scrolling through shorts at that time and they catch his fire. Yeah. I mean, watching the Olympics, seeing how big Tokyo alone is, I mean, that's, it makes New York look small, how, like, how congested it is, how on top of each other they are um, in terms of uh, actual population. I'll have the numbers on my fingertips here, but they, they mentioned it while watching the Olympics this weekend. It's so much bigger than New York. So yeah. uh, if you've ever been in New York City, you know, that's just, uh, whoa, people on top of people on top of people. So yeah. I always uh, wanted to visit Japan. I always, I that's that's one of my places that I would like to actually visit. Just I find it very cool, especially Tokyo. Likewise, I just don't think they'll have any beds that fit me. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> that's the problem. I'm a big, I'm a kind of big dude too, so I don't know if they have anything that fits me. You know, maybe I maybe I need like three beds put together, and then I could fit in one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The food and everything else would be great though, for sure. Well, let's get into some GGR news. Um, if you haven't stopped in the gamer showcase. We intended to announce him a few weeks ago, but we didn't. We weren't able to reflect. Has been our gamer showcase. Been put a lot of stuff in there. We've been interacting with him and his Twitch streams as well. Um, he is a little further around the globe, so sometimes times get in the way. But uh, if you haven't, you got out and shown um, some uh, support for Reflex, please do. He's um, been in a gamer showcase for a while. We're very sorry that we haven't announced it sooner, but he's been he's been uh, the gamer showcase for a little while now. We've had our issues as we explained already, but. But uh, yeah, show them some love in there if you can in the in the Discord. Start July sixteenth, and then next Saturday we'll be crowning a new gamer showcase. Um, Monday morning, don't forget to check out Geek Corner with Matty Geek and Peter Bite. They'll be playing again. Uh, very consistent, uh, very consistent, fun time. If you haven't stopped in there, get a lot of good knowledge dropped on you as well. Not just the gameplay, uh, but they should be announcing uh, later today. Um, what the game for Monday will be. So 8 p.m. Eastern on the Good Game Report Twitch channel right here. Make sure you stop in. Check them out. Even if you just stop in for part of the stream, do it. Um, we're, we're always rooting on on Peter to fail. You know, we try to use the channel points to help him <laughs> fail. Um, but no, seriously, we do like we do like the competition when they get at it and they're playing on a level, level playing field. Uh, recently, they've been using some cheats and whatnot that... Uh, Maybe doesn't make it a direct competition as much, but we hope they get back to some competition because we like competition. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, Raid Night. 
been back for a couple weeks now. Uh, Miles, Miles and uh, Tool McBooty last Tuesday. I don't know if you guys caught it or not, but Tool McBooty was working it the whole stream. I mean, he was working that booty. So if you guys don't know what I mean, you can even go back in here and watch it here on the Good Game Report Twitch channel. It's uh, it's on video. You know what I mean? If you go watch it or if you saw it live, we did raid uh, Cyber Viking this last Tuesday. Um, probably a little later starter time. We generally start at 8 p.m. Eastern. Pretty warm out in California. You know, Miles streams from a portion of his house that is not exactly cool in the summertime. So um, oh. stay in tune with that channel um, to, to let us know. And, the, and Miles Genics is uh, mothership. And he'll be sure to let you know what time raid night is going to be this week. Weekly top 10. 64 is out. Came out Thursday morning. I, I, I'm just going to stop and park here for a minute, folks. If you want to be featured in a, Euro, in a YouTube video, if you want to be featured out in socials, you record your gameplay, you clip it off of Twitch, whatever you do, pop into the weekly top 10 channel in the Good Game Report Discord. All you have to do is pop the link in there, right? Ultra does a fantastic job of spreading the wealth around. Um, definitely like to see new viewers in there or new new people in there. Um, we'd like to showcase what you got. It's the easiest thing you can do is just pop a clip in there and do it. So if you're not doing it, do it. Do it. <laughs> um, also, I want to put a little teaser. Uh, this next week, we'll have another video, right? Week 65. But in week 66, the week of week 66 is going to be a little different. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. But you're going to see the top 10 take an entirely new format that is more current with current times. Um, especially in the YouTube world. If you can read between the lines there, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you can just wait for the surprise. But the week, not this week, coming up, but the week after, top 10 is going to dramatically change as far as what that looks like. It's going to create some suspense through the week. And uh, we think you guys are going to love it. So if you want to be part of that, what do you have to do, Tony? Clips it. Yeah. You just got to put your clips in. I mean, in how it. hard is it? Yeah, it's not it hard. Make a clip. Make a clip. Pop it Get in your there. Link. Control V. <laughs> paste it into the Discord. I'll, I'll even help you. Control C copies. Control V paste. Absolutely. Bam. Bada bing, bada boom. That's that's all you gotta do, folks. Real easy. Tony, uh, so there's been some uh there's been some chaos, for lack of better words, over with Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah. So let's 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 get into the gaming news side of everything. Yeah. Do it. I mean, a lot of you already know what's going on with Blizzard Activision. Uh, the Blizzard Entertainment president, J. Allen Brack, stepped down recently amid all the little chaos that's going on right now. You're going to see a lot of that. A lot of people are going to be stepping down. A lot of people are going to get fired. A lot of people are going to be just, a lot of things are going to be happening. Movers and moving and shaking is going to go along. You're going to hear about it the next coming weeks. But the head of Blizzard Entertainment stepped down from his position as president. The company announced Tuesday. Activision Blizzard told staff Tuesday morning that Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara, hope I said that name right, will co-lead the company. Activision Blizzard employees walked out of work last week to protest leadership response to a lawsuit that alleged constant sexual has harassment and sexism at the company. Among other things, there's apparently there's like all kinds of <laughs> it's been basically what it said was they were running it like a kind of like a frat house. And on top of that, they were just like just making all kinds of sexual comments, things, bad stuff and just sweeping it under the rug 
and just not even caring. I mean, the, I think the head of HR actually stepped down this week as well. That was in the news. I, I think I read that as well. And it's just, it's been horrible for that company. And, and to be quite honest, I don't feel sorry for them because no. Activision is one of those companies that I feel ruined my favorite game. And, and to get people like that, maybe just out of there, people that just don't care, obviously, about anything, whether it be games, sexual harassment, sexism uh, in, the, in the workplace or, or treating their employees correctly, bye. Because <laughs> they, oh, they ruined my precious Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and they ruined my COD, uh, Modern Warfare, the COD 4, and Black Ops. They ruined everything, everything they I, touch. I feel bad for the employees. Right, this is a big yeah. company. This is that not too. a small outfit. They make lots of different games. I feel bad yeah. for the employees. Um, and it's no surprise not to put these on the same playing field, but it's no surprise that this, the kind of people running this company or that don't anymore that allow this kind of misconduct in the workplace would care less about hacking and cheating in their own games. They don't. They don't care exactly. It's it's this, it's the same behavior. Obviously, they're not on the same platform, right? Mm-hmm. Sex, sexual actions that they've taken and, and all this, the discrimination the harassment is at a far higher level than cheating in a game right? But the same behavior exists between the two of them and you know, I just feel bad for the employees that are have to go through that and then uh, you know those that maybe didn't go through that you know personally having to go through the stability of the job right? Uh, yeah. Right now like that's, a, that's the most important thing you can have is, is a job that's stable right that you enjoy working at who wouldn't want to work at a gaming company that makes games i mean come on that's that's a dream job for me i'd love to be in that situation and be able to be part of that um so i really feel bad for the employees there um some other news this week um on the same subject kind of more on the hacking side of things you've seen the big streamers that traditionally stream you know call of duty warzone every day have pretty much told them hey you guys go take a flying leap we're going to stream something else for a while, and we're going to make you feel it. Um, Ten the Tapman this week joined the Apex Legends streaming team, <laughs> per se. Streamed <laughs> Apex. He bought 500 packs. I think Courage did, too. Courage has been... So I'm going to jump back to Tim Tapman, because I've been watching some Courage streams on YouTube. Um, he's been playing with Nice Wig and Tanner. They are sick together, by the way. Uh, high level of play from Courage. Just because he plays other stuff... Don't sleep on him and Apex, folks. He is B.A., period. He's a very good gamer at FPS games. Um, watch them just climbing. As soon as Tuesday came out, they're, 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 they said, we're basically going to stream until we get to Predator. And they've been moving. Like, the first day by, I think it was 6 or 7 p.m. Central, um, only five hours in the game, they're already at, like, Diamond 2. What? Just, yeah. First day. And wow. uh, it's all live on stream. You can watch it for yourself and kind of see the, the progress. That but is they're just insane. Ripping people to shreds. Um, so wow. the Apex community has gotten a big bump here um, from the streamers kind of saying, Warzone, hey, sorry. No, nah, we're not going to. We're, we're fed up with you. We're fed up with your hacking. And the Tatman bought 500 <laughs> Apex packs uh, for a stream the other day um, and just opened them one by one on the stream People were, before he started playing. Uh, went over 100,000 constant views during that point in time. And the reason that number is important, Tony, is at the same time, Warzone, because you can look at the stats for Twitch, right? 
how many mm -hmm. concurrent viewers are on watching Warzone at the time. Mm -hmm. Warzone didn't even have a hundred thousand. So combined, all of Twitch streaming Warzone was less wow. than Tim the Tatman's Apex Legends stream. Um, Blizzard, Activision, Call of Duty. You got to do something about the hackers thing. You can't sleep on this any longer. You're gonna they always. They don't care. Game. Yeah, they let it ruin Modern Warfare. They let it ruin COD Four. They let it ruin Modern Warfare Two. And I don't know. I I I stopped after that because. I stopped at their Black Ops too, buying Call of Duties, but like I couldn't take it anymore because they just—it felt like they weren't fixing anything and they weren't innovating anything. They weren't doing anything, so I just—I stopped. And now, years later, this is years later, same stuff. Same stuff is going on, and they don't care. And now you got sexual harassment. They don't care. It's like they only care about money. And if you're making money for them, they don't care what you do. I guess. The cheating doesn't impact me at all. I just play Rebirth, and uh, I get my easy two, three dubs a week. And when I play that night, and uh, that's it. I don't think I really run into hackers. I think the hackers are more in the the bigger, bigger map. Um, and folks that play all day, of course, are going to run into that. It hasn't affected me at all. Um, so I can yeah. I'll continue to play it. I'll play it on Wednesdays just like normal. Um, but uh, yeah, some serious action needs to happen over at that company. They're just tipping over on their head. I mean, you yeah. think about the Call of Duty League, we'll talk about that here. There's so much excitement around that right now. They're potentially screwing a lot of things up for a lot of people by by taking inaction and by running their company in the fashion that they have been. So Yes, they have. Get good, as they say, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> Get good. All right, so let's uh, switch it up. Speaking of Apex Legends and Tim the Tatman, everybody else streaming it and kind of moving over to it as well as other games. Apex Legends Season 10 came out Tuesday. Um, with a 60 gigabyte download for consoles. Ouch. Awesome. If, but if you've <laughs> downloaded anything from Call of Duty, that's like, that's like you know. Half. <laughs> <laughs> a small piece compared to yeah. uh, what you normally download from them. So yeah. uh, a few things that uh, have been introduced. We've got a new legend in Seer. We've got ranked arenas now. We'll talk more mm -hmm. about that in a second. We've got some, uh, some gameplay changes as far as World's Edge has been kind of blown up again. Uh, so the map's seen some changes. Um, they nerfed the EVA 8. Um, the Rampage LMG, brand new LMG that, uh, that, our, that our good friend um, created. And uh, they uh, buffed Caustic a little bit. So when you get caught in Caustic gas, initially it's like five, five for the initial hit. And if you stay in the gas, because I used to play the gas a little bit because it didn't hurt you that bad. It goes up by one tick. Every time it hits you, it takes an additional damage point, so it adds up a lot faster. So you don't want to, you don't want to chill in the caustic gas anymore because it's going to get you. Um, so one thing that's been long, long awaited, it went into care packages um, a long time ago, is the Prowler. Prowler's back. It's on floor loot. So if yeah, I saw that. I actually week, saw that yesterday. I was excited about that when I saw that. So it's 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 a kind of a double-edged sword for me. I'm learning to use it. It's only burst. You cannot make it full auto. There's no hop up for it. Oh. It is only burst mode. Um, so from a little SMG like that, you know, burst mode it does it does kick quite a bit regardless of what you've got on it. So um, it kind of bittersweet for me, um, but definitely happen to have it back. I, I used it uh, Friday morning in arenas a lot. And was able to do quite a bit of damage with it. The Spitfire that everybody loves to hate did go into care packages so um if you pull one of those babies out in red you're really gonna shred some people 
along with the triple take still up there. So people people love using the triple take because it's so versatile. You can use it uh, as a hip fire kind of shotgun, and then obviously it's a great sniper also into care packages. So that's, uh, you know, people are missing the triple take and the ground loot for sure. Um, let's talk about ground about uh, ranked arenas next. So, uh, you know, there's always been ranked Apex. Um, well, not always, but for quite a while now in BR mode, right? Uh, basically, you have RP or points that you earn per match. You start off at uh, bronze, you move silver, gold, so on as you earn RP for different levels. Once you get to a certain level, you have to pay RP to get into the game based off the kills that assist you get and how long you last in the game. If you win the game, you're awarded RP, right? And the, and the points go up, you go up in the scale, right? Um, well, ranked arenas is a little bit different. There's actually 10 placement matches that you play in. But they evaluate your talent first. And guess what? It doesn't matter how many kills you have, Tony. If you go out there and have 20 kills in a round of arenas, doesn't mean a darn thing unless you get the dub. And I actually kind of like this. Um, this is going to probably promote some more teamwork, I would hope. Because um, sometimes you get that one random that's out there trying to, you know, do just that, get the 15, mm -hmm. 20 kills and all about themselves. But if they don't win, it doesn't matter. So it's going to kind of force people to play as a team more. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I played it on Tuesday. I stunk the place up. It was bad news. I think we played three placement matches. I was like, back to BR, boys can't do this <laughs> yeah. yeah i wasn't um, a fan of arenas i'll be back in there though we got new maps um my gameplay was just it was it was hot trash it was a dumpster fire on tuesday <laughs> so um played arenas on friday got right back into it slaying folks so um so if you like competition you got ranked arenas now as well as another another uh benefit in apex legends not just br um, so the next one we got up here is uh, we have a new legend, Seer. All right. So um, I think it's probably best instead of reading it to you, we probably just watch a video. So um, our producer is going to key up the second video we have for Apex um, and it shows Seer's abilities. So we're going to be silent here for a moment while he pulls that up. We're just actually going to watch it because I can read you off the pass of the tactical and the ultimate. I think it'd be much better said by professionals while you're actually watching it and seeing it happen. Uh, so producer can key up that second video we have for Apex. Um, we're gonna watch that now. For Obi's birth. But through love, he emerged as the champion of the outcasts. He is Seer. Stand out, or stand aside. An artist and visionary, he sees what others do not. We will give him a show like no other. With his ability to sense the heartbeats of those around him, Seer stalks his enemies like a graceful predator. Your heart must beat with passion. To the very end. He can summon micro-drones from his heart chamber to emit a delayed blast, interrupting and revealing enemies. I do my best work with a captive audience. Now is the time for fascination. And no one can hide from Seer's ultimate display. When deployed, his heart chamber casts a micro-drone net over an area. Do not hide your true colors. They are your strength revealing the location of enemies moving heavily within it. 
Take comfort. You could not have prepared for me. Like moths to a flame, Seer's grand performance may lead to your demise. But take comfort that your passing will be breathtaking. Your heart cried out for this. Do not blink, legend. Do not want to miss this. Alright, so... Wow! Uh, played with him a bit on Tuesday. People are starting to get this, char this character down. This legend has some abilities that are, in my opinion, game changers. Um, when, they, when he hits you with that tactical, uh, it stuns you for a minute. It, it, it knocks back half of, your sh half of one piece of a shield off, um, but it's disruptive. Flat out disruptive. Um, when that ultimate gets thrown down, the little heart box, as, as seeing that, you know, using it myself and having a Sierra on my team, if anybody's firing a weapon or moving any kind of faster than a crawl, you see them at where they're at specifically and where they're going. You actively track them. Um, so it's not like a Bloodhound scan where you just see them for a moment. If they're in that bubble, you can see them. The good news is if you're playing against Sierra, you can find that hard. You can shoot it. You can blow it up um, and not have to worry about it. But there's some people that are really getting this down. I've seen some gameplay on other Twitch channels and on YouTube. Uh, people are getting Seer down. And, uh, oof, he's, he's, this is a nice one. This is a nice addition to the game. Um, and it changes kind of the way you kind of see things. Um, I'm thinking of some combinations in my head that may be good to have with Seer. And uh, we're probably going to see that worked out um, over the next couple of weeks as people start to really grind ranked and whatnot and use his abilities um, to, their, to their best uh, efforts. Uh, so Seer, uh, Tony, have you got to see Seer play at all yet? I've I've got to see I've gotten to see yeah I've I've watched a few people streams I, I've never I haven't seen really anybody play as Seer, but I've seen uh, Seer's like basically net come around people and like their shields pop and stuff like that I've seen stuff like that but I've yet to see anybody play as Seer it seems like nobody wants to play as them or or either they don't or somebody else is or they just maybe they've already played as them and they don't like them so they've just been like playing as their characters they feel comfortable with but like i haven't seen it i haven't seen anybody play as them yet so i need to check out some streams and see some people play as him well i'll definitely try to play with it monday um it's not it takes some getting used to right it's not just like um some some abilities like bangalore you you got smoke you can put down and you can time your your ultimate coming down raining from the sky um it, it it takes a little bit of uh, skill with the placement too, so I think people are figuring them out. We're gonna we're gonna find some stuff that's pretty cool about that. Um, moving on to the last piece of Apex update, um, I'm sure I'm sure you guys have seen the game tra gameplay trailer, so we're not gonna show that today. But we did have it on deck if we wanted to. Um, but I want to focus in on the rampage. We got a brand new gun, LMG, right? Rampart put it together herself. She loves LMGs, right? Um, so this is a heavy weapon. It is an LMG. It does have a slow rate of fire. So if you're good at aim, you're going to need to be with this weapon because the rate of fire is not going to come out quickly. Um, as you've seen other guns charge up in the past, like the Sentinel um, using shield refillers, you can actually use thermite in this gun. So if you pick up a thermite off the ground, there's a new reason to have thermite around. Um, 
Mm. It actually increases the rate of the fire of the gun when you load the thermite. It has a little ticker that kind of ticks off as you use it. Um, or if you if you if you load it and you just leave it, right? It takes I timed it. It takes a little over a minute for it to completely come out. Obviously, when you start using it, it goes down much faster. But uh, this gun does a lot of damage. Um, ouch! It's like forty eight for one bullet to the head, and twenty eight wow. to the torso, which is a little bit higher than other weapons. That's why I said, you know, if you can if you can aim this weapon, um, it's going to seriously hurt some people. Um, also, if you uh, if you just want to use the iron sights, they look good. Um, if you didn't want to use it two times or something like that, if you want to use the iron sights off this one, it's pretty clean. It's pretty good straight line of sight. Um, we would like to show you a video on the Rampage so you can see it in action because, of course, I can tell you all day what it looks like and what it does. But if you want to see it in action, we're going to go ahead and have the producer queue up that video now. Uh, and then we're going to take another short little break. I'm going to shut my mouth and we're going to let the... Uh, the video talk for itself about Rampage, uh, the new LMG as part of season 10. This is the Rampage light machine gun. With the launch of season 10, this is our first new LMG that has been added to the game since the launch of Apex. It's a very slow firing LMG that packs a punch and it's got a trick up its sleeve that allows you to use a thermite to give yourself an extra little boost. This gun is an absolute beast and all you Spitfire fans, I know you're gonna love it. So to break down the Rampage, once again, this is a light machine gun. It's going to be a slower weapon, but it definitely makes up for it in power. It falls under the heavy ammo weapon type. So it's alongside your wingmans, 3030 repeaters and Spitfires. The recoil on the Rampage overall is pretty controllable. It comes up, to the left and back up again you shouldn't have many problems due to its slow fire rate and if you're really good with it you could get it down to a dot like this there's no denying this is definitely the slowest firing fully automatic weapon in apex it takes some time to get used to but with precision it is extremely deadly this gun hits for 42 to the head 28 to the body and 24 to all extremities the arms and the legs so it packs a punch and if you can get the rhythm down it oh my goodness the gun is definitely best suited for medium to long range engagements this is where you'll feel most comfortable with it but in those rare cases you want to get up close and personal this is the rampages ace card you can inject a thermite into this weapon and take it from a slow firing tank shooter into a faster firing tank shooter lastly to size the rampage up to put it in comparison to the other lmgs in apex it's definitely the most skillful of the weapons to use but it's got the biggest risk if you can master this weapon it is going to be a force at long range but if i could leave you all with the tip when it comes to the rampage especially for you beginners practice 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 it's going to be the key but in the meantime just stick a thermite grenade in there and go have some fun man All right, so as you can see there, the Rampage can be a game changer. If you can aim, you're going to have to strafe a little bit. You're going to have to be able to move. But if you can keep your aim, man, that damage is, is lethal. And if you've got a Thermite in there, you can do a lot of damage very quickly. In fact, quite a bit of damage, even more than what uh, a normal weapon can. So um, get out there, practice the Rampage. If you want to use it, I would recommend going the Firing Rage, just like you saw the video. Go. Go get it, it. Go get your practice in. The, the recoil pattern's not bad. It's not bad at all. You see how easily he kind of popped it into a nice little 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 package there. So um Rampage. Um, last thing we're gonna talk about for season 10 of Apex Legends and the update. 
Um, another game kind of coming out in a beta mode. Um, Tony's been actually playing a little bit. Uh, reminds me of Pokemon Go, I think. Is that the right thing here? The, Basically, the so yeah, it's a game called, it's actually Boomer Crego from our own GGR actually got me into this. Um, I haven't been playing it as much because I don't understand it. I need him to help me. But um, so it's a game called Coin Hunt World. And you're basically, I'll pull it up a little bit here. You're basically a little guy. Um, as you see, it's loading up here. Can't, you probably can't see it because my phone's too bright. But um, you're basically this little guy and you, you, you're driving around like walking around or driving around like you were in Pokemon Go, basically. And instead of picking up Pokemons, you're picking up keys. The keys are made to build vaults and right, you can make your own home base and things like that. But the cool thing about this is in these vaults and, and, and these special gifts that you can get playing this game, you get fractions and pieces of different kind of uh, cryptocurrency, a.k.a. Bitcoin, Ethereum, just random, random Bitcoin currency. So they're literally paying you in Bitcoin. Things can go up if you get if you keep on picking up, picking up more, picking up more, picking up more. Eventually, you can pick up enough. You might have you know yourself a few a few bucks. I mean, I don't know how much it could be, but not sure how you collect yet other coins or how how that works. But it does pay in Bitcoin, literally. So you're picking up actual chains instead of uh, Pokemon's. So I think it's pretty cool. Kind of wild, yeah. Yeah. And right now, if you're an Android user, you have a better chance of getting in because I think all the iPhone users have it locked on lockdown. They seem to know already that this game is out and they've been playing it for a while. And I think Android users don't know yet because I was able to get in not easily. I guess if you're on iPhones, people have been having problems getting in because it might be congested. But it is beta, so it's not really fully. You know. What I heard is the I, could, I have an iPhone. I couldn't get in because all the spots are taken up for the beta already. So iPhone was just yeah. quick to get out there and grab it. Um, where yep. if you have an Android uh, phone, you might still be able to get in on the beta. Yep, you might still be able to. So if you can, try to download it, get in on it, see how see if you can grab some currency. Get in before everybody else gets in, before the servers are released and everything, and you can get your little bases set up and your little vaults out there, and you can collect. And if you're out there in uh, in Great Britain, uh, I know the London area is going to get it in early September. So it's going out in beta in different parts of the world as well. It's been here in the United States, but other countries are getting it as well. Yeah. And uh, last but not least in gaming news, remember that Apex hack a few weeks ago? Where well, they said SaveTitanfall.com. And then we had the, we had it on uh, the Part of the Noob show a few weeks ago as well, talking about the Titanfall 2 and Titanfall hackers. They got busted. Apparently, they've been caught. So um, it's going to stop for now, but there's always going to be more hackers. I know it. But apparently, this person named, and this is all higher echelon gaming. Just check them out on YouTube if you want. Um it's 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 an in-depth crazy video if you look up a higher echelon gaming just look them up and watch the video it's like 20 minutes long it's crazy in depth but apparently a hacker named po358 and five others have been busted for now titanfall 1 and titanfall 2 servers are now safe apparently john Yu, which was everybody thought that this guy was the original one or, or the, the the mastermind behind it turns out he kind of was but he was not the one involved in this. He was the one involved in the way earlier ones of Titanfall 1 of their original game. But these guys took it upon themselves to basically 
impersonate him, try to, you know, use his name to like do their dirty work. And all it was was because they wanted some game called Titanfall Online to be released by Respawn. So they decided they wanted to ruin Apex Legends, ruin Titanfall 1, and ruin Titanfall 2 so that they can get their hands or get into respawn, basically infiltrate respawn, get hired for respawn, and and make their and 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 make servers and make things done so that they can have their own game or Titanfall Online be the game of you know the game that everybody plays because they didn't like the other games because they basically sucked at Titanfall so they were annoyed at Titanfall so they 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 wanted their Titanfall Online which was the most stupidest plan I've ever heard of my life. They, they managed to do it for a while, but it was just a dumb plan from the get go. Like in the guy, that's how he got busted. There was tons and tons and tons of documentation sent over to respawn, showing this guy and five others, how they were involved in this whole thing. And yeah, it's so- crazy to list, but like, I'm just happy that Respawn hopefully will do something about this now because it, have, nothing's been done yet, but I'm sure they're looking at it. I'm sure they're and they are aware of it. And hopefully something now gets done to them because I would like to see people like this just put them, put them in jail. You know what? You want to do something stupid like this and ruin like a good game and ruin like and you know how much money they probably ruined for for Respawn in in game sales and things like that. And 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 maybe time on Twitch spent because people just don't want to play the game now because of people like that. I'd say put them in jail. Money spent by users that are actually trying to play these games as well. Um, exactly. You know, forget respawns money. Us as consumers, they're they screw they're screwing us as consumers. Yeah, that's not right. Uh, incredibly in depth video. If you want to know about this, um absolutely go check out the YouTube channel. It does a really good job of citing his sources as well. A lot of Discord documentation, actually, I was surprised to see. There's yep. there definitely premeditated activity by these users um, that gets shown in the video. Um, I hope these guys get the book thrown at them because they, they basically just wanted the server for themselves. They've been trying to negotiate with Respawn to run a public server for, for Titanfall Online. And, uh, yeah, they don't probably have the resources to get that done. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I still say... You know, I'm I'm still not happy with respawn. The fact that they let this happen in the first place, this is still on them. It's nice that this has come out and people have done the research and told on these folks. That, well, why couldn't respawn go do this? So I still say shame on respawn. They don't get off the hook for this, but it is good that you know we've kind of figured out who did it. And it's kind of caused these kinds of activities uh, so they can resume playing these games um, again. Especially if you like the Titanfall and Titanfall One and Two. Don't mess with my Apex Legends, bro. Don't do it. I'll come after you. Yeah, we'll 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 take a break from the bada bing. We'll go out the back door with some baseball bats and and some stuff. And uh, I'll send my cousin over there in his jumpsuit, and we'll we'll handle you. So don't do it. Don't I mess keep with a my machete Apex. under my pillow. Don't yeah, mess with Apex. Guy next to me, he's got a machete under his pillow. True, very it's true, true story. story. He doesn't just play it in cod with a machete. He actually has a real machete underneath his, his pillow, so don't yeah. don't break into his house, folks. It's not, not a good story for you. Um, <laughs> one thing that really came out from this video, and it rang true with me, is a quote that he that he that he gave up Echelon Gaming. He called them a self-serving ring of hackers. Yeah. Pretty much what it is. They just want it babies. for themselves. They were babies. They were they were little babies that couldn't take 
that they were good at Titanfall, apparently. So they wanted to have their own game, their own rules. They wanted to make their own stuff. So, so they decided to ruin the game for everybody else. Kindergartners. Jen Blossom's song from the 90s, Hey Jealousy. Go listen to it. That's what these guys probably play over on repeat as yeah. they're thinking about hacking stuff. I'm just glad they got busted. Now they're now they're on vacation and disappearing everywhere. Good. Good riddance. Good first, Bye, Felicia. Good <laughs> All right. Well, it's time for esports updates. Uh, COD League, man, it's as good as it's ever been right now. We just had major number five last weekend. I'm going to go over some things that happened. Um, we'll get you the final bracket here after we kind of talk play by play through it here. So uh, Major 5 took place in Arlington down there in Jerry World, if you've ever been in the Arlington area. Right across the street, that big multiplex where Cowboys Stadium, the old Rangers Stadium, the new Rangers Stadium where I went on vacation a few weeks ago to watch, you know, cross off another baseball park on the list. Uh, they have a huge esports arena right there, and that's where it took place. Live with fans in the seats. Now, this is what changed it, like, so these guys are playing LAN. They're in there together. This is not no longer online at this point. We've moved forward from that. So not only do they have their intros, they walk down the aisle, that kind of stuff. The hype's real. You've got fans of the teams there live supporting, yelling, screaming. It's just like it's like a professional game, you know? Um, nothing like it. It would you, <laughs> you can see the reactions of the players. Like you can see them if they made a great play. This stuff, energy you get from people in the same venue. Because uh, you can't hear that online. They're just playing in silence. Otherwise, it's just what yeah. they can hear their teammates. And when some of the players, as they're getting interviewed kind of through and after the, the tournament, and they, they just tell you that you can feel the stage shake sometimes from the, the depth of the loudness that's going on in there, um, which if you're a competitor and you're doing something great, oh my goodness, does that not put you on a pedestal to continue playing well? Or can it not tear you down? If yeah. you've just made a really stinky play. So um, really like to see that going into this major. We saw Optic Chicago and Dallas Empire with the one seeds in, uh, in side A and side B start off respectively. Didn't matter because they both lost their opening match, right? Against <laughs> Toronto and Minnesota. So who cares about getting a one seed if you just lose the first one out of the gate anyway? Uh, this major was all about the North. And when I say the North, I'm referring to the Toronto Ultra. And the Minnesota Rocker, they both tied the North into their name in some way, shape, or form. Toronto started off by beating the LA Thieves 3-2 out of the gate. They beat Optic in their first game 3-2. It was a little closer, at least. But then they fell 0-3 to the Rocker. Rocker came through and just swept them. Um, so that means the Rocker um, got to go right on to the final. The Rocker's path was not as similar they drew FaZe as their first opponent because FaZe did not finish as a one seed. I think they were two underneath Optic in their side. And uh, they beat FaZe 3-1 to one out of the gate. FaZe has been a dominant team all year. I think they got five or six losses the entire season. And we're talking 40, 50 games here, um, which is, you know, they've just been on top. Apparently, they're not handing land very well um, because they went in, they beat FaZe 3-1, beat Dallas 3-0, and then... Uh, then over Toronto 3-0, as I mentioned before, Minnesota Rocker came out ready to play, period. They put themselves in the grand final on the second day, only only dropping one map out of three matches. Can you? I, that's, that's, I can't explain what kind of dominance that is. That's, that's, that's very dominant. 
you're getting a like maybe a seven game series in the base in baseball, major league baseball. You drop one game out of three rounds, and basically you 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 four oh four oh four one. That's pretty dominant, right? To put that in perspective from other sports that are out there. Um, just to kind of poo-poo on the Atlanta phase because I'm an optic fan and I like to do it. So they lost the Seattle Surge in the first game in the elimination bracket. So Atlanta phase went 0-2 in this tournament. Two and out. This is a team yep. that's already won it three times this year. This is a team that's on top of the game. We got champs coming up, and Atlanta phase does not look hot. I hope they can figure something out. Um, Crowder, their coach, is going to have to figure something out because it's – Land play is not not the same for these boys. They played great online, but they're gonna have to figure something out. So calling out Atlanta Phase, although I do not want to, to stir the pot and get that dragon got back flying. Uh, but Atlanta Phase, <laughs> they better do something, or they're gonna be out again at Champs, which is the Super Bowl of the COD League coming up here soon. So before I talk about Champs, I want to talk about the Grand Final. So we know how the Rocker got there. They're already right. You know, they made it. Um, Ultra climbed back up through the elimination bracket, kicked out my Optic Chicago team, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Doesn't matter how I got there. It's heartache for me again um, and other Optic fans, which had a huge showing of people, by the way, because Optic used to be in Texas. That place was so green and so loud. It was just nasty, nasty during the Optic games. But they still couldn't get it pulled out. So whatever, it doesn't matter. The grand final. All right, so we talked about the grand final of, of a major before. We've talked about sitting, right, and maybe that not being uh, not being quite as warmed up as the team that comes through the elimination bracket. Also, we've talked about the elimination bracket team having to go through several games that same day to make it to the grand final. They end up playing for seven, eight hours straight, right? So that takes quite a bit of physical endurance to stay there and do that and stay competing at a high level mentally. Very tough. So let's just call it what it is. The Rocker were cold going into the grand final. Match started with Ultra going up 1-0. They beat him in the hard point 250 to 34. It was just an absolute slam. They went up 2-0. They won 6-1 in search and destroy. 3-0. It was 3-1 in control. And then Minnesota almost pulled out a map. Um, lost the hard point 194 to 250. So basically at this point, Ultra's up 4-0 on Rocker. It's a best of nine. So they need one more win. And they could have the first sweep 5-0 in grand final history, right? Different kind of history was in the making, though. Little did they know it. I think the Minnesota Rocker never thought that history was going to be made quite like that. Minnesota Rocker did not take it lightly. They kept moving. They took the first, they took the first map back on map 5, 4-1. to one. Um, Now, so they took the S&D 6-3. Then they pulled the 4-2, to 3-1 in control. They grinded out the next map, six to two in search and destroy. So the tables have flipped. The crowd is completely rooting for Rocker at this point. They want the underdog to come back and pull the reverse sweep. The pressure's definitely on Ultra, and the Rocker had nothing to lose after going down for nothing. The next map was kind of back and forth with the hard point. Rocker took it 250 to 165. So we go into the grand final, tied four games apiece. So Tony, Ultra came out 4-0 and completely flopped. And Minnesota went 4-0 in the next four games. So it affects four maps. We're tied at four. This is an epic comeback. So you're thinking to yourself before map nine starts, you're thinking, okay, 
Do they have enough left in the tank after coming back? Is Ultra finally fed up? And are they going to take care of this um, and, and, and pull this out? S&D on Raid is the final map. Ultra is like 10 and 2, 11 and 2 on this map in S&D this season. They are unstoppable on this map, except for a couple of times. You're thinking, all right, Rocker had a good run, but Ultra is going to get ready to stomp the poop out of them right here and take their major like they should and get their second. Um, not so fast. Six to three. Rocker. That's crazy. That place must have went berserk. It was absolutely insane. The, the, the crowd noise when this is going on, I mean, the choke symbol is up, you know, after they've lost kind of the third game. This is a reverse sweep in the grand finals after being down four to nothing. Right? It's like when the Patriots back from, came back from 28 to three against the Falcons. Equivalent. Same thing. Equivalent. Absolute it's great sports crazy, reference man. for equivalent. You know, we all thought the Atlanta Falcons, and I told my wife at halftime, I was like, don't sleep on Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots. Don't sleep on them. Right? Anything's up their sleeve. Crazy, sure man. enough, they come back. Nobody thought the rocker had it in them, though. There's not, there's no Tom Brady over there. There's no Bill Belichick <laughs> over there. Right? It's yeah. not, it's the same, but it's not. We did not think, but, but you have to go back and look. Look how the rocker did in the winner's bracket. They took phase 3-1. And then two three O's to get to the grand final. We knew they had it in them. They found it in themselves. They came back and won 5-4. to four. Probably the biggest upset or biggest turnaround, fall by far the biggest reverse sweep in the 10 years of Call of Duty League history. Biggest moment ever. So um, I, I'm so excited for Champs. Champs is going to be later this month. We've already showed you the, you know, the display of the final bracket for Major 5, um, showing the Rocker winning it there. Champs is going to be August 19th through the 22nd. It's going to be at USC out in California at the Galen Center. So if you are out in Southern California in the L.A. area, tickets are on sale right now. You can go check this out in person in a huge arena. I guarantee you, if you have the opportunity to go, you are not going to see anything like it. If you enjoy even somewhat watching esports, just the crowd, everything else that's going to come into that, there's going to be an electric atmosphere. Um, if you see these teams playing on land, it'll be the second time they've got people in there with live fans. Um, the producer, can you put up the champs bracket? We can see what the matchups looks like because there will be no more games until champs. There is no more regular season. Um, looks like round one, we got Optic and the Subliners playing to pay to, to play phase. Oh my goodness, that could be that could be really good for somebody in Optic or the Subliners. Tony in YSL, or it could be really bad. Stand up because Atlanta might be keyed in and they might just be sick of it. Rocker Dallas to start off on the winner's bracket face Ultra. So we might see a Rocker Ultra matchup in round two there really early. Um, and if you notice, if you count them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, only eight teams make champs. Not everybody gets to go to champs. There's 12 teams, bottom four. Sorry, your season's over. When you lost in major five and you didn't place in the points for the season, only eight teams go to champs. There is big money in this. Big money in champs. They already give hundreds of thousands of dollars away in the majors. This one's the big boy. This is the Super Bowl. Um, this is going to be nice. Um, it's going to be very exciting to watch. So if you've ever watched Call of Duty League before, if you haven't, 
now is the time to adopt it. It's on YouTube. All the Call of Duty League channel, when they go live, they'll, they go, they put it out there for the premiere long before, so you can see what it's going to happen. August 19th to the 22nd. If you're in the Southern California area, man, you'd be hard-pressed not to go to that. I, I really wish that they had something like this around me. I really wish my vacation was last week. Would probably wouldn't have worked out with the kidney stones, huh? That had been bad news. Uh, but I should have went to watch baseball last week because the wife and I could have watched this on Sunday because we had a nothing day on Sunday, no game. We could have been in there watching um, the grand final and everything in person and Jerry World there. Um, nothing like a, an in-person experience of these. It just translates so well over the television. I can't imagine what it'd be like in person. Um, you know, I get hopped up about COD League and esports, so... This is why I'm going to put, you know, a fork in it. I'm going to put it aside. I've, <laughs> I've, I've let you know what's coming to you here in a couple of weeks. Your choice whether you do something about it or not. Uh, Retro Corner with Optimus is next. Tony, what you got for us? As a lot of you may know, if you follow social media and in the and matter of fact, the national news, matter of fact, a copy of Super Mario 64, which was graded, sold for $1.5 million, a little over $1.5 million. And it was, uh, it was like a graded, like I think it was like a 9.8. It was like a really high grade, like an A++ on the seal and stuff like that. Setting off this, basically this craze now of people looking for sealed games. Um, and real quick, I'm gonna, I, have a, I have a little conspiracy theory on this. I honestly think that game was not sold. I honestly think that's a kind of a, it was staged and it was kind of a hoax. Um, I think um, the, push now, the push now for, see, I'm a, I, I, I collect games, obviously. You can see behind me, I have tons of games. I have tons of stuff that I do. Um, as a collector, I like to find games as cheap as I can find them. And to offset some of the prices I pay for games, I sometimes get duplicates. I sometimes get other games and I sell them and use that money to basically offset the cost of me paying money for some of the games I buy. Anyways, this sealed game thing is starting to be a, become a big thing, and WADA and the... Uh, I forgot the other name of the other company that grades games, but WADA and, and this company, one of them is related to this Heritage Auctions, which sold this game. Mm. Now, when you send your game in to get graded, you get graded and you have the option to use it in their auction so what i think is going on is they're basically they knew that if they get a bid for 1.5 million for a game of super mario 64 which is not an uncommon game so it's not a rare game it's not like a game that you can't find out there it's not if you're a collector you know what i mean by rare like i have some rare games here that like you can't just find them places you gotta get lucky if you find them Super Mario 64 is everywhere. Everybody has those. And yes, a sealed copy might be rare, but it's is it that much rare? So I think that what is going on is they put it for that price because somebody bought it for that price and their price basically raising eyebrows, raising antennas. Now the news is covering it. Now people are out there trying to find sealed games. Now people are going to basically be keeping games sealed. You're going to see a lot of games not played because people are going to hold sealed games for 20, 30 years in hopes of them being able to send it in. Water makes money grading them. And this heritage, heritage auction makes money selling them off. They get their commissions. So I think that's what the big thing is going on here. That's my, that's my theory. 
But it just kind of feels weird that a game like that and Zelda sold for $870,000 prior to that. Like, it's just, it's it's too much of a coincidence that these games are, are all of a sudden selling that high. Like, I could see a few thousand, because some collectors will pay tens of thousands of dollars for something, but a million dollars? That's just, it, it, that seems too extreme to me, and it seems way too too much for me. I usually don't get the tinfoil hat out and put it on my head with conspiracy theories. I don't jump along with those. But what Tony's saying today actually makes a lot of business sense. Uh, Common sense-wise, if you want to create a market for yourself, what better than falsifying a couple of these things going out, right? He makes the news, makes big headlines, stirs up business. Is this a solid move? (laughs) I don't don't, I'm not condoning the activity, but I don't think this is a conspiracy i think i think if you went out there and looked for some fact finding and did some investigative reporting in person and looking through some stuff i think this is likely true yeah i haven't heard very many people say this either this is me this is literally just me this is not anybody else talking this is what i feel is going on because it just feels too sketchy to me and i don't and i'm not even a conspiracy theorist person i just i saw what happened i saw that game and i was like why that game and I'm thinking to myself, and then I and then I found out that Wada, I think it's Wada, that if you send your game to Wada or the other one, they're in ties with Heritage Auctions. They're one and the same. So it just seems like free advertisement to get the news media everywhere out there. CNN, everybody, every news media was talking, every news outlet was talking about this because when $1.5 million is spent on a game, people are like, why? And now everybody who has seen it is out there looking for games at garage sales and yard sales, looking for, you know, their $1.5 million that they're trying to get, even a hundred or a few hundred thousand dollars are trying to get. The crappy part is this makes it worse for all of us who are actually trying to collect stuff. It just, it, yeah, it makes sucks. money for them and it just poops on all of us in yeah. our search because it makes everybody 10 times more aware of what they have and makes yeah. our search retro gaming gaming and reliving our youth yeah. 10 times harder uh, and there's two sides to this the people that collect games and like play them too like i collect and play i like to play as well um suck seeing a thing in a box that you're never going to play it's just sitting there but at the same yeah. time at the same time there's digital copies of games so i don't look i look at it from both sides of view you could still have that game, yes. It could be on display, but you don't have to necessarily open that. There's other games, or you could buy an extra duplicate copy. Because I told you, Mario 64 is everywhere. Repros are all it, over the stick place. It in there. Or yeah. repro, yeah. You can find that game and still play that game and have that sitting there or and sell it maybe one day for your kid's college you know, tuition if you need it or you're, you're down the dumps and you need to pay off some debt or something. I mean, it's there. But... I see I see both sides of the story and I get it. Some people are mad because you shouldn't have a game sitting there in plastic, but at the same time, hey, it is what it is. But kudos to gaming though for getting some some uh, popularity in the news though. Also, uh for more news, uh Metroid Prime Trilogy is uh apparently completed and Nintendo has it, but they're holding it. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure what news has emerged that Metroid Prime Trilogy Remaster for the Nintendo Switch has already finished development and is awaiting release. The news came from respected Venture Beat journalist uh, Jeff Grubb, who claimed via a paywall giant 
uh, bombshell that Nintendo is merely holding off on its release in part due to restricted QA quality assurance resources due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and also because it has a plan to align its release more closely with Metroid Prime 4. So they have the game. They're holding it, I guess, till the release of Metroid Prime 4 and then they'll release the trilogy as well. If you, I don't have Metroid Prime Trilogy. That's a game that I definitely would pick up if it's been a remaster because it's really cool. These remastered games Nintendo does are, are have been very well done so far. And um, you saw with Skyward Sword, a lot of people are playing that. Um, DVD's was the, been streaming that a lot. Yeah, there was the the recent one with Galaxy. Uh, the, there was three in one. I forgot what the three games are. It was I think it was Paper Mario or Mario Sunshine. Uh, Mario Galaxy and another one, but pick that up. Yeah, I had that as well, and just really, really cool remasters. So it's good to see they have it. Glad to see they have it. Can't wait to see it come out when it does. Speaking of Mario, oh yes, Mario. So there's a tag hewer. If you know what watch, if you like watches, I don't have a watch on right now, but if you like watches and tag hewer, obviously is a really good watch. Swiss watchmaker. They made a Super Mario watch for the low price. If you're lucky to get one, I believe they're sold out. <laughs> they sold out price. fast. <laughs> and I think if you want to find one online right now, it's like $6,000, but they sold them for the price of $2,150. It is crazy. And they sold out quickly, mm. but you can live out Bowser's wildest fantasy and trap Mario in your wrist forever. Uh, the luxury uh, watch manufacturer is collaborating with Nintendo, and they made a, a Mario-inspired smartwatch, and it was released on July 15th. And uh, you'll be able to do, to do new animations. It has, like, step goals and surprise twists. For example, if you reach a quarter of your daily step goal, Mario will level up with a mushroom. If you reach 100% of your daily activity goal, Mario will jump on the iconic ending flagpole. The watch is compatible with apps like Google Play and a wellness app to track daily activity like your calories and steps taken. Also, there's a golf app in case you want to pretend to play Mario Golf in real life. Wild. Just absolutely it's wild. It's really, really, really cool watch. You could probably see it there on the screen, but yeah. really, really, really cool watch. I wish I had money like that to be spending on watches, but I don't. So unfortunately, I would not have that watch. But yeah, really, really cool one. I'd rather spend my money on the first thing you've got in Tech Talk here, though. Oh, yeah. So, so other cool news. Um, it's a little older news, but we have to talk about it because it's Tech Talk, and I absolutely love this. It's basically this Valve, which is uh, Steam, Steam client. If you play uh, PC games on, on PC, most people know there's always different clients that you know sell video games digitally and stuff like that. Well, Valve has announced they, had a, they have a Steam Deck. The uh, it's a seven inch handheld with a seven inch screen. It looks kind of like a Nintendo Switch, but basically yeah. this thing is basically a PC. I'm not going to get into the complete specs of it because there's a lot of specs to list. But it literally is a gaming PC in your hand, and they made it that way on purpose, as it will be able to have a dock soon. When it's when it is released, you'll have a dock as well. You could dock it and actually play it on your monitor with a mouse and keyboard. Um, but it's a handheld on the go play all your Steam library, and supposedly it's able to run AAA titles now. Like, AAA titles that are out now and run them 60 frames per second. So, not bad. As you can see there on the screen, it's, it's showing there, but an awesome, awesome device. 
Uh, they were taking basically pre-orders for it. They tried to stop the resellers. So the way to counter this was they tried to basically, if you wanted to pre-order it, they couldn't really stop them fully, but they did a pretty good job. You had to pay $5 deposit to be able to get the chance to get an email that says when you can order it or pre-order it. Now, I haven't gotten that yet. I actually put my $5 down into it, but I wasn't able to. I haven't gotten anything yet that says you can buy it. I don't know if anybody else has yet, but <clears throat> I put mine down. There's like three different versions. Uh, they were all different price points. I don't remember the price points now, but it was basically like um, 300 to 400 to like $700 basically um, and up. But I'm telling you right now, this thing is going to be revolutionary. I think it's going to, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be fun for like you PC players and PC players or PC people that play with controller like me. And it's just going to be a really cool handheld. The specs on this thing. I know you, well, I'm not going to list them either because there's just so much here. This is a powerhouse. Yes, this it has is. got a lot of stuff popped in here. This would rival a lot of computers that people use out there today, much less a switch. Yep. This thing is loaded. Yep. And all packed with, in that little frame. Yeah. It's crazy. It's built it's crazy for the future. It's built for them to be able to play these games in the long term. This is not going to yeah. be something that has to be remade in a couple of years because it's out of touch. Yeah. It's got this is definitely, I will touch. tell you this, this is better than a switch. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is definitely better than the switch. Like it's, I mean, the switch, the, don't get me wrong. The switch is great. I have a switch. Um, the games on it are awesome, but you're playing like triple A titles and you'll be able to play PC, real good PC games I'm on this thing. And it's got a, like an amazing screen on top of that. And it's playing them 60 frame over 60 frames per second or 60 frames and over. And so far they've tested it. They've done some, they've, they've came out with more videos and stuff like that, testing it, showing what it does. And it's crazy. And it's expandable. You can. You can expand your, your storage on it, you know, with a little micro SD card and stuff like that. You can't mess with the SSD in it. That's why it's important, I think, that you get the higher up SSD. That's the, that's, the, that's the price differences is the amount of SSD you're using or the, the, the memory in it, basically. So that's what you got to be careful of, which one you buy. But you can always expand the memory anyways using the, you know, using a uh, uh, little micro SSD or micro SD card. But yeah, I'm excited about this. Can't wait till it comes out. 16 gigs of RAM, 1.6 teraflops on the processor. This thing's loaded. This thing's a beast, period. Yes, it is. Well, if you, in Discord, if you've been in the GGR Discord, I don't think we put it out too much in too many places yet, but we're going to start using this more often. Been reading about this for a while. They finally released threads, right? So very cool. So if we get a hot topic that we want to talk about, kind of like a subcategory to a channel, we can now open a thread for it and we can kind of keep that all off to the side. So like in Gen Chat, if we wanted to have a thread about a specific topic, or I think there's one that goes on in Retro Rambles right now, we have our listens of stuff in there um, that kind of keeps the sidebar out from keeping the normal, you know, text from going through and not like really like losing stuff quick. Um, super, super addition to Discord, having the ability to thread a conversation where we can keep that that simple conversation going, be able to see it. Um, and the, here's the cool thing. Once it dies, it dies. So if it's been active for 24 hours, nobody's posted in a thread, Discord automatically removes it. So this is a really cool thing. Instead of doing a lot of pop-up channels and stuff that we, like we've done in the past, like with Loki and whatnot, you can actually go in here and open, we can open up a thread 
um, if we've got a hot topic. And we can we can just chat all we want about it and then still not interrupt the channel that it's in. So uh, great work by Discord, continuing to improve the experience for us. You know, the Discord is our heart and soul, the Good Game Report. That's where we all get together, um, announce stuff, talk about stuff, have fun with stuff. You notice, I'll just give a little pitch too. You notice some changes in the Discord. Tony's actually done some intros for some new channels. Um, the Retro Rambles, the Buy, Sell, Trade, the Resellers. If you haven't been down there yet to it, check it out. It's pretty hot. It's popping with lots of retro stuff. You want to post your own own stuff. Tony, why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, Retro Rambles is basically for you to just talk retro. Anything you want. You want to talk about anything retro, whether it be gaming, toys, whatever. Whatever you want to talk about, movies, TV, whatever. Feel free to talk about it in there. Paste pictures. If you have something that you want to show off in your in your collection, you have something that you just want to talk about in general, just talk about it, and we all jump in there, especially me. I love talking about 80s and 90s stuff, so it's I'm all about that. And if a retro is, is younger for you, then, you know, talk talk whatever you want. And the buy, sell, trade is basically that, buy, sell, trade. It's for you to put your, you know, things that you want to sell. If you want to trade for something or th- something that you might want, and you're looking for, you can ask, hey, I'm looking for this. If anybody has it, I'm willing to trade this for it. I'm willing to buy it. You know, things like that. That's what that channel is. And reseller is basically that. You put your links to whether, wherever you sell on uh, eBay, Macari, Amazon, wherever you sell. Put your links up there or put stuff that you find. Yeah, the other day I found something. I found Mega Man Legends 2 at a, at a Goodwill. Paid for it. Sold it on eBay. I put the I put the sold listing on there of what I I said what I paid for it, what I made on it, and hey guys, be on the lookout for stuff like this. That way, if you're reselling and you find something, a pair of shoes that you didn't know that would sell for a hundred dollars, you know, post it on there. Let us know what you're selling. Let us know what you're doing. It's a way for all of us to basically help each other out, make money on the side or whatever you do, or if, or if you do it for a living. Absolutely, great part of the Discord popping there. You'll see the Discord continue to change. You saw the announcements. Uh, Boomer Crego got in there with an announcement here recently. We're, we're doing a lot of work on the back end. Um, your leadership team is working very hard on revamping the Discord. We got, uh, we're trying to make it more of a journey for y'all um, as new people come in and whatnot um, and make it make sense. So please uh, have patience with us. We continue to add different parts and restructure the Discord. We know we flopped a little few things around the other day. It was hard to find some of the channels. They're all still there, uh, but we are kind of revitalizing the Discord. We're giving it a kick in the butt because we really haven't done anything with it uh, structurally in a while. Um, So we're looking to make that experience better for all users, whether it's new or us OG veterans that have been around for a while, um, just just to help, you know, help it be fluid and and move, move well. Yeah. But on uh, more tech news, the uh, PS5, the SSD expansion was enabled in the latest beta firmware update. So if you have a PS5 and you're in that firmware beta uh, thing, (laughs) you got this basically expansion update. So over eight months since its release, Sony's finally rolling out a firmware update for beta PS5 users that enables uh, internal SSD expansion using consumer NVMe M2 SSDs. The update is currently rolling out across supported regions, and you will need to, to be signed up to the beta program to download it. Sony has also included steps for how to install the SSD, which requires you to remove one of the side panels of your PS5 in order to access the SSD slot. 
Some brands such as such as Seagate have already announced existing NVMe SSDs that will be compatible with the PS5. Seagate's Fire CUDA M.2 drive comes in 500 gigabytes, one terabyte, two terabytes, and four terabyte sizes, all of which are compatible with the PS5. They are sold and sold with and without heat sink heat sinks, so it's not exactly clear by Seagate's announcement which will be preferable in the PS5. The 500 gigabyte version without a heatsink starts at $140, increases to 240 and a one terabyte model, and reaches 950 for the four terabyte model. Include adding a heatsink does does increase the price of all variations. Like buying two more PS5s. Yeah, SSD though. To put an SSD in the PS5, I don't have a PS5, but I would imagine it'd be a lot more smoother to load games. It's already fast. I heard it loading games, but it's going to be a lot more smoother. Games will load up faster. If you're basically in an online multiplayer match, you're going to be like you're playing Warzone or you're playing Apex. You're going to drop faster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guess what? Uh-oh. I just, I'll keep my PC. I'm good. I have all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you have an <laughs> SSD in your PC, then you already know this. <laughs> Seriously, Lenny, this is, this is an amazing thing to add to your PS5. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, Kudos definitely. for this. But PlayStation, why didn't you have something like this coming out to start with? Why are we having to go back in there afterward to put this in? I, I'm being negative Nancy a little bit here, but now yep. you've got a $500 console. And if I want to get another four terabytes in there, I got to spend another G? I got a $1,500 mm. PS5 that I got to play pay games for as well? Like, ouch, that's a pretty pricey PS5, bro. This is why I said from the beginning, I'm waiting three years before I buy a PS5. You know why? Because in three years, what's going to happen? They're going to release the PS5 with guess what in it? An <laughs> SSD. I'll get that one. I'll get the upgraded PS5 oh. Pro. And I will get the one with the SSD in it. So I'll be fine. I, I, I knew it from the get-go. They're going to have various ones. I bet you they have like a 2 terabyte and a 4 terabyte model. You, you heard it here. Another conspiracy theory. Listen to me. I don't like them, and look at I'm already saying another one. I just, I, 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 it's just too, it's too simple. They, they're, they've shown their colors the last few years of making these consoles. But, but as long as it takes these things to go in development, these things have to have already been talked about in production. Um, so does it end up being like to where they fall behind and they got to meet a deadline, so they go ahead and put it out, kind of deal, or because you know. You know, because Xbox is going to put theirs out too. Is are they are they in it together? Like this is like this is like gas com. This is like gas companies, like big stations, arranging gas prices in your local area. Like, hey, mm -hmm. we're not selling below this, buddy. You better be not below this either. And it's a conspiracy. <laughs> there we go. The theme of today, by the way, part of the news episode ten is conspiracy theories. Apparently, now apparently, yes. You, you, see the tin, can you see the tinfoil hat sitting up on my head right now. Yes. I mean, I'm, 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 I, I digress. I'm talking about, you know, gas filling stations. But, but this is the kind of the same concept, right? Why wouldn't yeah. they have thought about this a long time ago? Why? In today's yeah. day and age, where this is a common thing in a PC for a lot of years. Well, why? Why do we have to do this afterward and then yeah. spend a bunch of money on it? Like, I get probably as a PS5 because they, this. Because they're going to release it later. PS5 like as a said, is probably fine for most people. Most people probably don't even have a need for this extra storage, right? Yep. But for the people that really care about hoarding games on there and doing that kind of stuff, this is this is pretty big. Or you got the digital yeah. version, right? Where you can't just pop the disc in there and play it. 
um, and there's only so much of a load that's on the on the console. Ouch, babe. Well, they they wouldn't have sold them at at five hundred bucks either if these were in there. So that's it's it's business. I'll, I'll just I'll stop crying now and I'll I'll let you move on. <laughs> All right for uh, game deals this week. So well, it's more or less game deals as normal, but switch deals uh, this week. I've already seen up to. I'm not going to get into which games or what because there's so many. If you go into the Switch, go into game, literally click on game deals in the store in the in your eShop, and you will literally see tons of deals up to 92 percent off of games. I've seen great platformers. I've seen games for everyone in there. Um, I personally like the platformers and and kind of retroish style games, so I usually look for those. But uh, it's amazing that they always have deals so always keep an eye on that put add games to your wish list then check your wish list and then see if there's any percentage off that's what i usually do so uh moving on the playstation playstation plus announced their august 2021 uh ps plus games for free and they offered plants versus zombies battle for mm-hmm. neighborville hunters arena legend Le- hunters arena legends and then tennis world tour 2 it basically sparked this heated thing again with with playstation plus users being disappointed again at some of the games they've been offering and it's like what's going on you know you you, what do you what do you xbox because xbox was doing this for a while Mm -hmm. but now xbox has changed but i don't know what's going on with playstation plus but i am i think they're trying to get people to get playstation now Another conspiracy theory. So <laughs> another conspiracy theory is PlayStation Plus, they're screwing you because they're just like, we're going to screw you for now. And it's throw this crap so out can, there for so now. That, so yeah. that we can get you guys to get PlayStation now, which is kind of what Xbox Live's gold was, screwing mm-hmm. you to get Xbox Game Pass. So, yeah. All right. So um, um, moving on. Xbox Games with Gold, like we were just talking about, they announced their 2020, 2021 Games with Gold lineup, or their August 2021 Games with Gold lineup, and it was Darksiders 3, Ukulele, and, um, which were Xbox 360 titles, along with Lost Planet 3 and Guru, Mark of the Wolves. All four games. Awesome games. If you haven't played them, Darksiders 3 is great. Uh, Ukulele is an awesome, basically... It's, it's kind of like uh it was a game that's really pop if you could by the way if you find ukulele for the switch uh it's worth a lot of money <laughs> like if you find the, the actual copy physical copy of ukulele for the switch it's worth a lot of money i'm just gonna tell you right now but anyways uh all great games lost planet 3's awesome uh third person first person-ish kind of uh shooter um in the Lost Planet series. I have all three. I love that. I love that series. And Guru is basically a Fatal Fury. It's last. It's the last of the Fatal Fury line. So, you know me. I love my retro. So, I love games like this. But check them out if you have an Xbox. Um, and you get them free. Download them, download them up. Thank you. Thank you for the game deals, Tony. <laughs> it's always good to see what we can go out there and spend more money on in gaming. Oh, wow. Um, he's about next week, huh? What do we got coming next week? Next week's gonna be poll week. Ooh, not yeah, that poll, not, not that, that poll. Polls you vote in, silly. If you were thinking about that, watching this, voting polls, people. So check out the socials this week. We'll know we'll have them out there on Twitter, um, on the Good Game Report Twitter. Have some polls uh, that we'll take this week. 
we'd like your input on. Um, then we'll review of the next week's show as part of our uh, part of part of what we cover. Um, so as we kind of close up and uh, give our thanks, Tony, anything you want to say or share about the upcoming week for yourself, sir? Wish me luck. I'm applying for jobs, and I got the roofing. I got the roofing uh, scheduling the roofing for this week, and I might stream this week. Oh. I'm set up now to stream finally. I've been waiting to drop my sub in your channel for weeks, man. <laughs> yeah. As you can see here, it looks a little different in here. I rearranged my whole setup. So everything is kind of shifted over and and uh it's just a, it's a little different here. So when you catch my stream, you're gonna see a lot different looking camera angles and stuff like that. So it's gonna be pretty cool for people to see when I'm while I'm gaming. Right on. Well, just as a reminder, I've said it earlier in the show, I'm going back to morning. So if you want to see my face live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I guarantee I'll be on by 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. As I get used to being up earlier in the morning, look for that live notification in the 7 o'clock hour. And we'll go to about 10.15 on those days um, you know, before I start my day job. So um, if you do anything for me this week, if you do anything at all, if you want to help me out, Go to my YouTube channel, watch my shorts, subscribe if you haven't. Shameless plug here. I'm begging. I'm begging. I'm begging. I've been doing a lot of begging lately, but uh, uh, really trying to get that thousand subs. Just got 550 on the subscriber count this morning um, from the shorts that came in from Gotti Sun in Japan uh, last night. Um, so they, they popped some off for me, went up at 550 on the subscribers. So Man, need 450 more. Um, the, the hours watched are, are there. They're killing it. Um, we've got like uh, 45,000 views in the last 60 days. So That's awesome. Doing well. Love it. Um, really want to say thanks again to the producer as well. I don't think he's prepared for camera today. We won't ask him to. If he wants to, he can pop on and show his face. But uh, what? why not? Why not? Bring his face on. As first time as a married man, let's bring the producer in on the screen so we can see his face. We appreciate that everything he does on the back Look end. Look at that married show. face. Look at that married face. Look at that married, happily married face. Show us the ring. Yeah, show the yeah. ring, buddy. I don't Look know if you can get that. it. It's a cool I saw one the ring there. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that ring because there's something I'm jealous that's unique <laughs> about this ring. So for uh, anyone that never watched me or anything, I'm a big bourbon guy bourbon whiskey and all that um so it's a tungsten ring and my wife picked it out but in the inside it has uh jack daniel's barrel uh, crafted into it so it's a perfect fit for me <laughs> it's awesome but, amazing yeah. no it was uh pete, it was nice <laughs> pete anything we could look out for you for this week anything that's going on um for you um, I know you haven't been streaming as much, but uh, what, what, what's what's going on in, in the GGR world for you this week? Well, I, I haven't been streaming much yet, but I am planning to make a somewhat steady return, whether it's weekly. I'm just waiting for the weather to cool out because actually today is not too bad, but it gets hot in this room and I don't have an AC in here anymore. Yeah. But right. if you want to follow me, I'm going to try to get better at socials. Uh, that's one of my goals coming up. Um, you can follow me at PeterBite underscore underscore. Um, otherwise, you can catch me on the Geek Corner stream with Matt. Uh, always a good time. Uh, we really like it, and we're trying to step up our game with it a little bit more. Um, other than that, the only other plug I want to put in, and a lot of people, there's going to probably be people watching and be like, people still play that, but we do have a Minecraft server in GGR, a Java edition Minecraft server. Um, I am one of the main people that work on it, so uh, we got some 
pretty good ideas coming in and people are enjoying it. It's been really active. If you want to join, it's a public server. Um, I will say in the future, if you join the Discord, we'll probably have some more perks going into the server for being in the Discord. So that'll be something to look forward to. Absolutely. You guys, you guys have been doing cool. a great job with that. Uh, the Minecraft server, I did get in there a couple of weeks ago. It just started. Java edition. And so many ideas. Man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, it's already a really cool place. Uh, the guys have a lot of uh, a lot of plans for that as we move forward. We're not going to turn everything all on at once. We're going to nope. step it in there <laughs> so we can enjoy them as each kind of perk comes in there or plug-in gets added. Um, great job to Peter. Um, Crazy Fruit as well. Been yep. working with you on that. Yep, uh, um, he's an old friend, and uh, I pulled him in. And he's gonna start helping me out with getting the things going smoother. So it's just not me. <laughs> well, not just me. Awesome. Can't talk today. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to you fellows for making that a, a great place. That's been a lot of activity in the Good Game Report. Uh, probably the most active channel in the Good Game Report right now in the Discord. I could go look at the facts, but it's pretty uh, active. I'm I'm willing to bet it's 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 up there in the top three, guaranteed. You could solve <laughs> one of my fingers off. I'm wrong about that. That's how confident I am about that statement. <laughs> Um, but another week's come to a close. Episode 10 is is here, and now it's it's moving away. So we're going to send you off to uh, to enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Um, we're going to raid uh, one of one of my old old school buddies that's still streaming on Twitch. Shoots 0341. Um, Shoots has been a streamer for as long as I have. We kind of came on the scene at the same time uh, through a different Discord, different community. Uh, retired U.S. Uh, uh, Marine. Uh, really respectable guy, solid guy, plays Apex, plays PUBG, a variety of things. Got some some great people he hangs out with uh, from the from the great state of Wisconsin. So um, we're going to go and raid shoots. Thanks, everybody, for being here this week. Great show. Thanks for all the interaction here in the chat today. I know we can't respond to you, but we did see you. Um, I know the producer does a great job of keeping up with that as well. You guys enjoy this if you're watching on YouTube later in the week or listening on your podcast setups. And we're going to head over and raid shoots now. Give the GGR love to this man. Follow him. Let's let this spam the crap out of his chat. Do it for me if you don't do it for anybody else. This is one of my good buddies. See everybody. <laughs>